Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And welcome to Thursday, uh, the day after the largest rate hike in decades uh, yesterday. Uh, just really quickly, uh, oil just turned positive, gold's up 16 uh, silver's up 25. The Dow's down man, another 800 points. Uh, the S&P down 126. The Nasdaq down 450 points. Uh, the the Dow right now a couple hundred points away from bear market territory, below 30,875. And, uh, you know, we had Joey on the half-empty cup yesterday uh, talking about playing defense. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, Jason, I'm exhausted, uh, really exhausted. You know, yesterday, for whatever reason, just mentally has taken a lot out of me. Of course, we, we were talking yesterday uh, about issues in the Japanese bond market, uh, issues in the European European bond market, uh, and and of course, obviously, Jay Powell yesterday uh, raised interest rates seventy five basis points, and then uh, just lied, flat out lied. I mean, they they raised what they thought inflation was going to be, and they lowered GDP uh, pretty substantially in both cases, uh, but then you know spewed everything's fine don't worry uh jason i don't think we get to the next fed beat this is how uh, i think it is we will have uh this next event this next major leg downward the fed even meets again six weeks from now I agree, Joe. It's uh, it, it seems like things are getting ready to move a lot faster than they have been. And uh, I know we were waiting for October for major stuff. And I'll say this: this we could be entering a cycle of uh, a, a lot of dramatic hits uh, when it comes to these numbers, the markets, and what's going on. You, you know, you know, it's, it stays stays calm for a month or two, and then suddenly it drops real hard. Then it stays calm for a couple of weeks, and then it drops real hard. I mean, we we could see real volatility, Joe, that maybe we've never seen before. This this is this is brand new territory, right? Yeah, brand new territory. And, and just as an example, so, uh, yesterday, you know, retail sales were bad and then they went to April, re- revised those significantly lower before Jay Powell even came out. Uh, the Atlanta Fed, they have it what they call a GDP tracker. It's, it's the best tool I think the Fed at least publishes. Let's face it, they've got real stuff that they don't put out there. Uh, they lowered f- Second quarter G- GDP yesterday, Jason, to zero. Yeah, I saw we that. They had, neg- uh, they had ne- you know, negative growth. Uh, and think about this. I want, just to put things in perspective for all of you, we had negative growth in the first quarter, negative 1.5. We're now saying the Fed is in the second quarter. And we know home sales are, are, are stopping, which is a big part of GDP. That's, that's hurtful. No refis, another part of GDP that's hurtful. Matter of fact, layoffs now all over, just like we, you know, I said it last month about the home builder sector. Hey, man, I, uh, people are, you know, they're not saying it up publicly, but lay, they're talking about layoffs. And, of course, uh, we're seeing that absolutely happen right now. But this is a time. 
historically, go back over the last 40, 50 years. Because we really, this is a 50-year bubble right now. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. And, and the problem with the 50-year bubble that's bursting right now is the amount of the bubble that we've added since 2008 Kind of, you add that all up. That's we've done more bubble pumping in the last. What what is that? Uh, help me, fifteen years than we did in the previous thirty-five years combined. This is how big of a problem uh, we're talking about. But this would be when the Fed would have normally come out and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're talking about lowering rates, right?" And and respended that the laws of economics didn't apply to them. Of course, we're finding out it did. In recent times, this would have been, hey, we're going back to zero. Uh, we're, we're talking about quantitative easing again. Uh, the Fed would be opening up facilities uh, so there would be enough liquidity in these markets. And instead, instead, yesterday, they had the largest rate eight years, and everybody, and you can see by Wall Street's reaction today, and by Gold's reaction today, everybody knows that that wasn't even close to enough uh, to really do anything to push us closer to this depression that you and I keep talking about. Yeah, Joe, I, I don't see how we don't have something major this year, and uh, and I think it just, I actually believe it just goes into several years after this, and uh you know the double depression we talked about, Joe. I, it, it's something something that I think we've never seen is going to happen. I think it's going to be really uh, cause a, cause a lot of people a lot of grief on a lot of different levels, and uh, we're going to be here reporting it, Joe. I mean, there's nothing like yeah. this. Joe and Listen, Jason do protect, about it. Per, 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 yeah, you got to call and, and be protected. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Listen. We've been telling you this is the path, and we're on it now. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. I know we're, we're having a few technical difficulties. Uh, we're working on them. Uh, we've been uh, major power outages have been happening up at, uh, in the studios there in Johnstown uh, beyond our controls, but we're working on those things uh, uh in and out a little bit here, uh, so Jason and I were, were were trying to get those issues. Uh, well, the on commercial break, uh, gold is spurted here again. Now up twenty two dollars, uh, eighteen forty one, eighteen forty two. Uh, silver's up twenty nine cents, twenty one seventy five. The Dow's down. Uh, 800 points. Uh, well, wait, I want to get this right. The Dow's down 700 points right now. Uh, 29,969. Uh, and Jason, we, we, we've got a situation, uh, that yesterday, like I said, with Jay Powell, uh, that we've never seen before. Normally when you see slowdowns, you see prices falling. Right, uh, you see the Fed talk about what liquidity, printing more money. Uh, we've got the exact up. This is exact about. This is something we haven't seen before because this is the trick that they've been pulling for fifty years. That is now coming to an end. This is 
This is the end of the fiat cycle. And again, I don't know where the blow-up's going to occur. It looks like, it looks like it may start in Japan, but it could start somewhere. And, and these, these issues, we're talking about treasury market already. Uh, there's talk today about possible liquidity problems in the U.S. Treasury markets as China and Japan announced again that they have been selling treasuries. Uh, China now getting ready to, to drop below a, the trillion dollar mark. Japan, uh, obviously they need money, Jason, so uh, this is a new development. Japan, who's always been buying treasuries, uh, now seemingly having to sell treasuries. Hey, Jason. That's right, Joe. That's right. And, and man, I, I'm watching the volatility. The markets, you know, to the start of the show is down 850, and then it goes, you know, to where it's only down 650, and then it goes back up to 7. It's it's moving. There is, uh, I think there's a lot of freaked out people, Joe, uh, after the, the move yesterday and the sell-off that we've been having over the last week. Uh, you're right. It just takes one little spark. Uh, Japan, Ukraine, Finland. Uh, is it going to be cryptocurrencies continue to crash? I mean, just any any one of these 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 things going on. I mean, I had a, I had a caller today said, hey, and I haven't even looked at this. You know, three thousand cattle just dropped dead in Kansas. These that would I, I I I didn't want to say anything yet because I'm waiting to see. But but the footage there. Um, uh, news breaking everywhere. Farmers uh, from Michigan to Pennsylvania, uh, uh, all saying the same thing. There, there's farmers out there that literally said, "I'm out of diesel, and I can't afford to buy anymore." Other farmers, uh, farmers in Pennsylvania, are saying that they're not being allowed to book their for harvest that the, the the distributors that they buy it from are saying, hey, we can't lock you in. We can't lock you in because the price is going to be a lot higher than, and, you know, we don't have this. We don't, we don't have space. We can't store the diesel, right, you know, hundreds of millions of barrels of diesel. We don't have that storage capacity. And, by the way, when you need it, we actually think it's going to be significantly higher uh, D- Jason, th- this is something, uh, it- it's unprecedented. I know, you, I hope people, I, I, part of my exhaustion is I don't think people want to believe what I'm give you my son's number again. This is how important I think it is. Get your backside protected. 602-909-9048. After you get your gold and silver put away, that's the next call you make to have is save as much as your wealth as you possibly can because this thing is going to end horribly. And Jason, I think your call from uh, last week, well, two weeks ago, you thought that by the end of June, gold was going to be moving significantly higher. I think you're going to look right here. Gold's up 25. 1845, I think people are starting to figure out we got a big problem here. And remember, quantitative easing just started yesterday. So wait a minute. 
Japan selling, China selling. All of a sudden, the Fed says, well, we want to get rid of all these treasuries on our balance sheet. And people are starting to say, wait a minute, where are these buyers going to come from? Uh, and we, I think we're going to have a situation within the next six weeks where there is a global massive move in interest rates significantly higher because there's not enough money to go around, Jason. That's right. That's right, Joe. The, the reason I made that 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 prediction is because I I saw at some point here this summer uh, there'd be massive sell-offs and everything. You know, and it doesn't matter if you love gold and silver, if you can't buy food and pay the rent, you're going to sell your gold and silver. That's what. That's why you have assets so that if you need them, you, you can use them. And what I saw was is with uh, the markets doing what they were doing, gold had sort of been lagging and silver's been lagging. You know, everything else is at record high prices. But, yeah, but gold and silver, no, it's just it's just not quite there. Well, it's, it seemed to me from what I was looking at, the the gold and silver prices were just about as, you know, even for the paper markets, it was, it was oversold, nowhere else to go. So, you know, the, what I was looking at to me, Joe, was, well, then something's, some things are getting ready to happen, and gold and silver will probably start elevating. I don't know if we go back to record highs in June, but it looks like it's going to go back into the nineteen mid nineteen hundreds for gold. Silver could be back at twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, uh, sometime at the end of this month because uh, there's nowhere for it to go. I mean, I guess it could go sideways. And and when everything was selling off, Joe, I thought I thought you know we sell gold and silver. I thought when when gold and silver was selling off, which it did recently, I thought gold might actually go down to around seventeen hundred. I didn't think it'd go lower than that, but I thought it would get into the 1700s or lower. It just stopped right where it was, and then the paper gold was just done. It was oversold, so there's really nowhere for it to go. I guess it could go sideways. If I'm wrong, it'll be uh, it'll be around 1850 by the end of June. But I have a feeling when all this selling off goes on, that people are going to be looking at the money in their hand and they now what now what do I do with this? You know, let's just say the inflation, uh, the CPI comes in at nine and a half or nine point one, nine point two. They're going to be like, well, I'm not, I don't want to hold on to this. So that's when all of this non-gold money, these people that don't buy it, suddenly it's like, well, you know what? Gold's doing well. Let's jump into that. And then, it'll, and then I mean, then we could see record highs, I mean, essentially with the 4th of July, Joe. Joe, it could easily do that. Yeah, 800-951-0592. Um, European natural gas prices are up 70% this week alone. Uh, they're saying they could go up another 50%. This is, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, obviously, this terminal in Texas, uh, by the way, U.S. natural gas back above eight. Uh, Russia is announced, uh, they announced yesterday that they are decreasing natural gas supplies uh, by as much as 25% to Europe. Uh, one of the utilities out there said it received 25% less than the contract with Russia, uh, in Italy. Man, Italy here. This is another country. Could it be them? Uh, their bond market spiraling. Uh, they're, they're saying, uh, that gas prompt was only providing 35, or I'm sorry, 65%. So a 35% cut to the, the Italians. 
uh, Jason, this thing, this sure thing, this thing is getting a whole lot worse. And again, remember, uh, the EU gas prices were getting so high, factories just closed. Australia, uh, we talked about it on your show yesterday, rolling blackouts all over Australia. This morning, the Australian Utility Exchange just stopped and said, you know what, we, we can't do it. Uh, we can't keep track of price. We have no idea what people are going to get charged. Uh, we're just doing all we can just to try to keep the power on. Reason being, not enough natural gas. Yeah, Judge. It's funny how, how uh, well, it's not funny. It's just a fact how, how intertwined all of the the markets are in, in when it comes to energy. And, and you know, Australia had these these big, huge ships sitting outside China, and they sat there for a year because well, China's like, well, since you you talked bad about us, we don't want your coal. And then China had the power outages, and and, and China usually stands strong on their decisions, but after a lot of energy problems, they started buying all that coal, and they started putting in more orders and say, Australia, give us everything you got. It makes me wonder, Joe, if Australia, which like any government, they're having problems paying and making ends meet. They probably sent a little too much China's way, and suddenly, oh, you know, it's it's crazy, Joe. You, you, you uh, half a dozen of one and six of another, right? You you try one thing uh, and, and well, it messes up something else. Th- th- this is what the world is facing. Take uh, we'll, we'll use the natural gas that blow up in Texas, so they can't load the ships. Sends gas prices in Europe up about forty percent, and then Russia's news now it's up seventy percent. Uh, our, our natural gas prices, it fell, but it's now coming back. Uh, the problem is if, okay, you can have natural gas, but that means somebody else doesn't. I mean, this is where we're at, and, and it doesn't matter. Pick a commodity, right? Well, I've got enough aluminum, or I, I've got enough nickel, or I've got a, a, enough copper. But if I give you what you want, then there's not enough for the next guy. And, and I find it interesting now with these countries all of a sudden having spiking rates. Uh, and, and, of course, that means real debt pressures on their economies. Uh, somebody, and, and again, we, we, we heard of the you know, Sri Lankas of the world, Pakistan, right? Hey, we can't pay. I think we're getting really close, Jason, to some countries that we think of as quote-unquote developed, saying, listen, we don't have any money to pay for oil or, or, or natural gas or, or whatever commodity it may be. And that's why, unfortunately for uh, developing nations and, and fortunately for Americans, that's why it's good to be in this country. You know, for, for all the hate that people spew about America and how much they hate America for this or that reason, at least uh, when it comes to supply lines, we tend to be at the front end of a lot of this stuff. And, you know, third world nations in Africa, they end up starving because uh, at least we'll get something, right, Joe? And we, we'll have to sit here and watch the disaster as it plays out in these different countries when they can't get the basic necessities they need to run their country. So, Well, yeah. listen, the, the effects of NAFTA and GATT, this is th- – th- uh, an outcome. Uh, we knew, I knew this would be, you know, sending the jobs away, turning us into this debtor nation. All of a sudden, well, we're at the mercy of whatever it may be, and we're going to find out here uh, very, very quickly 
uh, what that has done at the stores. We're going to see the price of so many things just skyrocketing. And, and because all of a sudden, well, that country, they ran out and they won't give us any because they needed whatever it was that we needed. And the factories that used to do it here are long gone. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. All right, the Patriot Trading News Hour. Um, I'm bringing it in. We're having some technical difficulties in Colorado, so we're, we're working through these problems. Uh, as Joe was talking about, the, you know, the, the, the myriad of economic problems that we're facing uh, on a daily basis uh, as, as the markets are continually showing this, this weakness of, you know what, too much money. There is too much money printed. There's, there's inflation that's raging out of control, and, and it seems like everybody is trying to figure out all over the world what's the best way to take care of our situation. So on uh, Faking the Truth yesterday, we had, uh, Joe was on with uh, Brian and myself, and we had covered a few things, and, and Joe was kind of getting to this, you know, these all these different uh, energy supply issues that are going on all over the world. He was talking about the outages in Australia. I talked about the coal that was sat outside China for a year. Uh, and, and, and we, we brought this thing on with uh, diesel and how uh, diesel is getting ready to really become even more scarce, which means the price will go up even more. And we talked about how diesel exhaust fluid, it's called DEF, D-E-F, diesel exhaust fluid. It's uh, a key regulated element. It's not necessary. It's uh, Diesel trucks do not need this. Trucks uh, made before 2014, 2013 or earlier, a lot of them were made that they didn't even need this. Since 2014, all those trucks are supposed to use DEF, and your truck at this point literally won't run without it. You have to have it now to run your newer diesel trucks. And uh, so while there's a DEF, there's a DEF shortage. There's not enough DEF for, for all the trucks that need to use it. And this causes more of these these uh, energy supply issues because, well, you're you're, you're uh, we we have fewer uh, fewer of, of these uh, oil manufacturers, you know, in America, these refineries. There there's fewer than there's been. We had we used to have twice as many in 1980. We have we have fewer refineries than ever before, and they're still cranking out the fuel that we need in this country. But they don't have DEF. They're short on some diesel exhaust fluid. So some of these refineries are cranking out diesel, and then they're shipping it down to South America. Well, because there's no DEF. So, well, there's not enough DEF to supply the diesel that's actually being used. Well, then I'm going to send this this uh, diesel somewhere where they can use it, and we can, we can get uh, paid for it, you know, because you got you got to continually send these energies out and, and get paid and keep on and uh, pumping it out. But if you can't, if the trucks are going to stop and, 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 and they're, they're being delayed because they, uh, they can't get enough DEF, then those trucks just sit and wait. And uh, in South America, they don't have those regulations. Just send us the fuel. We'll just keep on trucking uh, down here with, without those regulations. So all these regulations we've been putting on energy industries and the economic industries and you know, different states have their different rules for this or that and tax this and you can't do that. Well, when you have economic chaos like we're having now, suddenly there's a lot of weaknesses that just sprout up all over. So so in a lot of ways, America could have a lot of economic woes that other countries that don't have these regulations have. 
This could cause diesel to go to, to $7 a gallon, $8 a gallon, $9 a gallon, because there's other, you know, things that, that are, the other chemicals, other shortages that are playing alongside the fuel shortages. Uh, as an example, it's, it's urea. To make uh, DEF, one of the key components is urea. Well, urea is also used in uh, manure, you know, you know, it's it's used it's used in uh, uh, growing, growing uh, all the crops, which we already we've had a shortage of that. We've had a shortage uh, of of the, uh, the the plant foods needed for all these crops across the world, and uh, because well now, now there's not you know now there's not enough urea, which which now is also created in other chemicals like diesel exhaust fluid. So you know, hang on to your hats when it comes to uh, to, to uh, gas prices because I've, I've noticed when I drive around this last week, you know, all these gas stations in my area they're all pegged to four ninety. It's like it's like it's like kind of trying to hold. It's like a it's like the Alamo. They're holding to that that last price. You know, they're trying, you know they're trying to stop from hitting that five dollars on on the lower end, uh, eighty five octane regular unleaded gasoline. And uh, why, why do I get the feeling that the moment that it breaks here in this area, you, you get above that five dollars, it'll just keep going and keep going and keep going. We, I would say the the the, the price of gas from four ninety where we're sitting here locally to six dollars later this summer, it, it could happen really quickly, really quickly. Because you know you've been listening to this show, uh, if you're a regular listener over the years, and especially you've been listening just the last year to two years, as Joe and I have talked about the inflation, we've talked about the weakness in the markets, you, know, you got to realize, in 2020, with this uh, COVID pandemic thing that uh, they, they shook the whole world up with, uh, there was a massive market crash, and everybody tries to belittle it. Well, everything shut down. Everybody had to shut down, and that, that's what caused it. You know what? I, I refuse to belittle the 2020 market crash. It was fast, and before you knew it, they 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 had this what they call the V-shaped recovery. Well, this oh, because we opened back up and we tried to we tried to have normalcy after the shutdowns. Well, you know what? It's real easy to have a V-shaped recovery when you print 40% of all the dollars that are in circulation in 2020. Of all the dollars, the trillions and trillions of dollars that are in circulation. All of it. You just look at all of it for all the years, for for hundreds of years of printing. Forty percent of it that's right now in circulation was created in 2020. That is how they got their V-shaped recovery, and to get that V-shaped recovery, it has caused all kinds of issues all across the world. And also, I'll just say this: it's it's created it created a lot of of uh, let's just say. Hey, I, questioning about the dollar all across the world. I think country, uh, countries and, and banks across the world. You know, all the central banks work together. But hey, man, I don't know. Just the, the Federal Reserve note. I don't know, man. There's a lot of questioning, and now you got the Fed stomping all over things, tightening up. We're going to take out the money supply. You instead of having the the spigot on and continually just spouting all these dollars, suddenly it's 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 closing up. They're closing up shop and they're raising the rates and they're causing. A tightening, which for the markets, they don't like this. It's it's uh, it's a drug addiction, and you've suddenly the uh, the local drug dealers decided to step out of town and take take a vacation, but everybody still needs their drugs. And uh, unfortunately, with inflation, the Fed knows that the uh, their 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 rigged game 
comes to an end when the inflation gets out of control. If inflation spirals upwards, and, and let's just say uh, you get the Weimar Republic, you get a Venezuela, you get a, a Zimbabwe event in America, the Fed will be, well, you know, it doesn't matter how powerful they are, they'll... Uh, They'll, they'll disguise some new bank or some new government uh, thing. They'll, they'll get rid of the, you know, they will actually get rid of the Fed if, if inflation goes out of control. So be watching this inflation. I think they want it to run hot, but not too hot. And uh, we'll, we'll see where the markets are in the next month, the next six months, and next year as this thing continues to, con- to do what it's doing. So we're going to hit that break. we got two more segments of the Patriot Trade News Hour. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Gold's now up almost 30 here, 1848. Uh, the Dow is down, uh, going back down again here, down uh, almost 800 uh, points. Silver's up 35 uh, right now. Uh, the So I want to say on Monday, I want to say we had the fifth largest sell program in Wall Street history. Today, we are now the fourth largest sell program in Wall Street history. Uh, over 2,000 stocks have hit a new 52-week low. Only 13, only 13 have hit a new 52-week high. Uh, if you want someone to protect those paper investments, I'll give you my son's number again. Call Joey, 602 909 9048. This is about wealth preservation, Jason. I mean, you, uh, we're going to see, I think we're going to see people's 401ks down 50, 60, 70% here. Uh, but guys like Joey, people out there, they know how to play defense and they can really minimize those losses. So when the market finally does bottom, you got more money to play some offense, but this is going to be really ugly. Yeah, Joe, and it's funny because uh, during the coronavirus crash, which I was kind of hitting on on the last segment, uh, we had these 1,000 and 2,000 points. It was so dramatic. And it's almost like they had that uh, in 2020 so that this seems like no big deal because once you hear 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 point drops, and, and it was going up that much too, 700, 800, I guess it kind of just makes it feel not so as, as big of a deal. It's still a big deal. But it, doesn't it kind of numb that a little bit, Joe? It's like, oh, yeah, it's not it, that bad. It does, but you know what I think we're going to see? We're going to see, and while we're at or here, this will be, what, the third day in the last five or six trading days that's going to be down 800-plus. Right. Uh, but to your right, you know, you made a great point about liquidity creation. These, you know, we are already, you know, if uh, to use a, a, a drug analogy, we were already addicted to the pharmaceuticals, the heroin, right, the the cocaine. They already had, and by that I mean the debt. Then they just decided to 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 go crazy. This is this is like a a, a bender of epic proportions that ends up, and you know what ends up happening, right? You end up dead at the end. Right then, and, and I think this is—you know—it's a bad. This was a bad dose. This was a horrible, horrible idea of uh, what they did to the money supply. And, and again, this wasn't internal. So I think the Fed's balance sheet and all their little operations under under the table—that's not money supply. 
this, what Jason was talking about, we increased the money supply by 40% over the course of like six months. It was, un, it's never been done in history. Uh, and, and now it, it, it's a fatal dose is what they did. That's right, Joe. And, and that's why I've been bringing up the, uh, the, the drug addict, uh, analogy uh, the last couple of days because that that i mean that that is what stimulus is that is what the printing press is it, it gives people more of what they think they need you know you really to tell you the truth you really want to be uh calm and and feel comfortable when, when markets are going crazy you need to have all your ducks in a row before yep. things like this happen right joe yep yep and again like i said uh i'm putting my i'm putting more gold and silver away uh I've got my place with Joey. I don't care. Wall Street can go to go back to six thousand. Doesn't affect me at all. I want more people to do that. I want, I'm trying to get you to understand what's coming here. Uh, by the way, uh, twenty dollar gold right now, twenty one seventy five, and I know tomorrow it's going to be a lot more than that as gold continues uh, approaching now eighteen fifty. Uh, get ready here. Uh, by the way, uh, Jason was talking about liquidity. It's really funny. Crisis now. And it's weird to think about. They created so much money and so much debt that it's now actually going to cause it. It is. It's causing liquidity crisis in these sovereign debt markets. And think about this. We're, we're going to have record supplies of treasuries on the market at the same time. Uh, Japan looks like they're going to have to stop their programs where, where they buy all their debt. Jason, this, this is like a tsunami. It kind of feels like, Joe, what they've been doing since the 08 crash and then you had the, the coronavirus. Because remember, the coronavirus just magically showed up when the repo markets were having troubles. Remember that? And, and, and it seems to me, Joe, that they've, they've strung this thing as long as they possibly could without creating hyperinflation with their printing. And I think with 2020, uh, with all that extra money, that, that, that 40% of our money supply was printed that year, uh, I, I think uh, they have to raise rates. I think they're going to have to keep them high because I think hyperinflation is the uh, is, is the only other option. So they have to raise wow. the rates to keep up on it, Joe. I, I think I think that's what wow. they did. I think they just barely tapered it, just to barely to keep up with it. You know, how far can we push it down the road? I think they went to every. Yeah. They did everything they could. Uh, and I'm saying, wow! I just saw a headline: Tesla just raised prices by six thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I remember a couple wow. years ago, Joe. I remember a couple years ago, Joe. We talked about China was trying to make new cards, and they had these little cards they were making. And if uh, if America would allow them to be sold here, they would have been like five thousand dollars. These little Chinese yeah, cards. Yeah, that, that's a whole little Chinese car <laughs> for uh, for the te- Tesla price. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Twenty dollar gold, two thousand one hundred and seventy five dollars. Put it, put as much of it away as you possibly can. Final segment coming up. Welcome back here, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here, Patriot Radio News Hour, and uh, man, what what a major week it has been again. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, gold's up almost thirty dollars now, eighteen fifty. Uh, silver's up forty cents now, twenty one eighty five. 
Uh, the Dow is down 755 points, uh, 29,914, uh, just uh, uh, about $300 away or so from bear market territory. Uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces, 2175 at 800-950-0592. And, Jason, I think we paper guys realize, uh-oh, rates, you know, this, oh, the Fed can take a pause and rates don't have to go that high and, and all this other stuff is out the window. And I think this, this liquidity problem is starting to spread. Yeah, this is one where I, I, you can almost feel the tension coming into the weekend. What, what's going to happen on Friday and Monday? You know, this is one of those weeks where I bet the markets wish there wasn't the weekend coming up tomorrow. Wish, uh, they probably wish there was a couple of days to, to, to calm things down. But, you know, you, you know these guys, uh, maybe I better sell before the end of the weekend because I don't know what's going to hit on Monday. And then you have the other guys, hey, I'm going to sell first thing on Monday morning because I don't know what's going to happen when they open. That's I, we could see two huge down days, both Friday and Monday, Joe. Or, or we might see somebody's like, "Oh, I'm going to buy a dip," and then you'll have that up day. But regardless, Joe, you can you can sense the nervousness and that volatility is just getting getting more and more in those markets. Yeah, and and this is the problem. And and, and when you create that much money, when when things leave right or or or, or go in, you have oversized moves, uh, and it's really it's liquidity. When, the, when there's low liquidity, you can get very, very violent moves. Uh, Trifigera, remember what they said? Was it earlier this week or late last week? They're anticipating some of those outrageous moves in these energy markets as an example. Uh, because to Jason's point, it can be any little thing. And all of a sudden, all bets are off. The thing about this additive for diesel fuel. The same additive that also is needed in fertilizer, and all of a sudden they're saying, hey, listen, there's not enough. Right? What do you want us to do? We can either make enough diesel with it, or we can make enough fertilizer with it, but we can't do both. And what ends up happening, Jason, is they do not enough in both of them. And if and if it's in def, I'm sure it's in a whole lot of other things we haven't even talked about yet. That that's well, that's just the that's just the latest one, right? Well, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> right? Joe, right? Uh, who knew? I didn't know. I, I do. I've, I've reported so many times about how crazy bankers and and these these controllers are. Like in World War II, it was it was Standard Oil, the Rockefeller family that had an additive to the jet fuel that helped the Nazis get their planes off the ground. Without it, the Nazis wouldn't have had an air force. Right, so so why do I get the feeling, Joe, that there's these other chemical additives to fuels and things that you know that's probably a huge shortage that somebody is keeping quiet? It just takes another one or two of those, right? And suddenly you're you're paying ten dollars a gallon at the gas pump, right? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, somebody's going to be paying ten dollars at the gas pump before this summer's over. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold twenty one seventy five. 